Good evening. Government has to expand access to quality education if it wants to achieve human resources development in the country. This is according to Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa at the Human Resource Development Council meeting in Kempton Park earlier today. The council is an organization compromising of government, labor, business and civil society organizations aimed at improving the country's skills pool. Ramaphosa explains. As we look at the Millennium Development Goals, the enrollment of young girls in our schools has far exceeded what many other countries have and indeed the access to our education institutions shows that there's a great deal of potential and a great deal of energy that we can tap amongst our people. In the end, it is us who can fail our young people. They are enthusiastic, they want to learn, they want to achieve skills. All they ever need is to be given access. We need to look at how we are going to give them access and give them way of achieving their dreams. The Amakosa Royal House has urged South Africans from all races to work together to build unity while preserving individual cultures and heritage. This comes after King Zuelong Kesekau visits Kailich on the Cape Flats to interact with community members. The program themed Reclaiming Our Identity, Heritage and Cohesion precedes King Sekau's coronation in the Eastern Cape next month. A member of the Royal House, Chief Daliwange Mkwebi, has called on South Africans not to vandalize statues. We need to sit down and agree about what is it that we want, what is it that we disagree with, and then come to a conclusion with regards to the way forward with these statues. They represent what they represent. We might not like it. And history is not about what you like, it's about what has happened. So in essence, if you look at our history from time immemorial, there were differences and conflict among all of us, but the level of conflict was manageable and we did coexist. EFF's National Disciplinary Committee has expelled three of its members of parliament with immediate effect. This comes after Paul Ramachatsa, Andile Mekama, Kanisile Lichfield Shabalala and Lakitwala were suspended pending today's outcome. DFF's Dalim Pofo. The NDC is left with no option but to impose the sanction of expulsion with immediate effect in respect of each of one, Ramakata, two, Ntama, and three, Litchfield, Chabalal. In the case of Twala, we impose a sanction of the suspension of his membership for a period of three years. Muslim Brotherhood leader Mohammed Badi and 13 other members plan to appeal their death sentences in an Egyptian court. This follows after the state confirmed their sentences for planning attacks against the state. Hundreds of people have been sentenced to death in a crackdown on the Brotherhood following the removal of President Mohammed Morsi in 2013. The sentences are the final phase in the trial which saw Muslim Brotherhood leaders charged with encouraging members of the group to confront the state and spread chaos through protests in 2013. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. This is Mohammed Badia's third death sentence, although the previous two have not been upheld. The charges in this case focused on deadly clashes in Cairo following the ousting of the President Mohammed Mursi almost two years ago. Hundreds of Brotherhood supporters were killed as their sit-in protest was broken up by the security forces. Mass trials of Brotherhood members and supporters have since produced thousands of heavy sentences. Their only one death sentence has so far been carried out. A U.S. Egyptian citizen Mohammed Sultan was also sentenced today to life imprisonment for supporting the Brotherhood.
Your top story at six o'clock. Government has to expand access to quality education if it wants to achieve a human resource development in the country. For Lotus FM News, I'm Tracy Velitham. I'll be back with more news at seven. Right.